Hi there, child of God. Welcome back to the Daily Bread with Tuba. I'd like to thank you for taking your time yet again to listen to the Word of God this morning. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the family. In this family, we're on a journey of growth daily in the Word of God and through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Before we start, as usual, we like to call upon God, for God to help us understand the Word of God, to teach us, and to align us to His perfect will, because we need the Word. Amen. So before we get started... Let's just pray and ask God to take over. Abba Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love and mercies that endure forever. We thank you that you are God and you are good. We thank you that God you never fail. We thank you that God you never change. We pray that, oh God, even as we get into your word, that you may speak to us in a mighty way. Have your way and do what only you can do. Come and take over. Come and take control. And I pray that, mighty God, you may increase as I decrease. You may appear as I disappear. And give me the tongue of an orator to deliver your word, just as you place it in my heart. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Amen. So, I'm excited. Ooh, yesterday's episode, it finished too early. Don't you agree? <laughs> Amen. We are continuing today with, again, the aspect of pride. Now, again, our scripture is coming from the book of James chapter 4, and the verse is 6. And it reads, He gives more grace. Therefore, therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. We want to look at different aspects of pride different aspects of pride and how we can deal with them um the whole aspect of pride is also linking to the episode that spoke about the flesh and being carnally minded amen and i'll explain to you how and i'll explain to you how amen did you know um there are different forms of pride All is pride, but there are different forms of pride. Amen? Did you know that prayerlessness is pride? Prayerlessness is a form of pride. You might be asking asking yourself, like, how is prayerlessness a form of pride? What is prayer to begin with? Prayer is actually communication with God. This is the simplest definition that we have about prayer. Prayer is actually a communication with God. Now, when you're communicating with God, you enter the presence of God with humility. The very act of prayer is not just communication, but it is humility. You communicate with God in humility, knowing that he is above and you are beneath. It is said in the book of Ecclesiastes, I've forgotten the verse. My goodness, these things, they happen to us. Bear with me. In the book of Ecclesiastes, says that remember that God is greater. That time when you're entering a prayer, the presence of God to pray, you are cognizant of the fact that God is greater than you. And when you're coming to him, you come in humility and you bow down and you speak to your father. But prayerlessness is pride why because when we pray we know that when we pray it's not just communication we pray when we ask god for strength we pray and we ask god to give us guidance we pray and we ask god to give us direction when you live a life without prayer which means you're saying you can just guide yourself without god that's what it means you're meaning to say i can do all by myself i do not need your guidance this is what you're saying to god i don't need your guidance god i don't need your help 
I don't need your strength because I can do that by myself. I don't need that. I can do it by myself. Believe it or not, this is what, if you have not been praying, this is what you've been doing. That's why certain things are not happening well for you. Because you have not gotten to a point of being humble before God and surrendering. When you are praying, one of the things that happens is that you get into a moment of surrender. Surrendering only happens when someone is actually humble enough to accept the fact that they cannot carry their burdens by themselves. Some of us, we are our own sustainers. We forget that God is our sustainer. And so we do not cast the burdens. Oh, we're going to another form of pride already. Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is very interesting. <laughs> we do not, we do not go to the sustainer. We, we literally carry on with what we're doing. When you enter the presence of God and you are humble before Him and you surrender everything, that's being, that's humility. When you enter the presence of God and you do not, oh, the Holy Spirit is taking me to play it's taking me taking us deeper and it's taking me to reveal things that I, I actually was not even seeing before we thank god for the revelation when we get into the presence of god and we do not humble ourselves and we do not surrender we are entering the presence of god to say what we want to say and we leave so we mean to say that we can carry our burdens by ourselves he doesn't need to deal with that we can deal with that by ourselves did you know that also you entering the presence of god and not being transparent to god is also a form of pride this is a revelation that i just got it's a form of pride why you get into the presence of god you don't you're not allowed it's like a God is the ultimate, uh, he is the almighty. He is all-knowing and all-powerful. He is the sustainer. And he sees beyond. When you enter the presence of God and you know you're going through something, and you do not surrender that situation to him, it's like you are saying, I want you in the area of my life, it's like you're making ooh, it's like you're making demands. I want you in the area of my life when it comes to marriage. But when it comes to my job, I can handle that all by myself. I don't need to cast that care unto you because I can handle you. Get out with it. You're not being and you know this thing about you not getting a job is, is bothering you. But you do not want to surrender it to God. It, when you develop a character of not surrendering to God, you've actually developed a sense of pride because you feel it's, it's like you're saying you can care by yourself. You see how, how some certain acts that we do, we feel like they're normal, but we don't know that they are actually acts of pride. So now you want to get a job, but because you've not been humble enough to surrender, you are being resisted. You cannot get that job. You find yourself five months, you're still looking for a job. One year, you're still looking for a job. Five years, you're still looking for a job. Because this specific matter, God already knows it. Each time you come to the presence of God to pray, he knows and he's always waiting for you to surrender that situation to him. He wants to be involved, but you'll be like, uh-uh, I'm going out to the same load. Did not the Bible say, the word of God say, take my yoke upon me because my yoke is easy? Learn to cast your cares upon him. Don't be proud and carry your cares on your own. You are not your own sustainer and you do not have the strength to carry them. If we have the strength to carry our burdens, God will not tell us to cast our cares on him because he sustains. Why would he say, cast your cares upon me because I, and I will sustain you? It's because he knows you cannot sustain yourself. 
You cannot sustain yourself. You 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 need God. You need God to sustain you. The source of something is a sustenance. You are from God, so God is your sustainer. If your job is from God, God will sustain you in the job. If your marriage is from God, God will sustain the marriage because it is from God. If a marriage is not from God, God is not there to sustain it. Why? Because he was never involved in the first place. Whew, that one hit me. He was never involved in the first place. You didn't involve him in the first place. When you live a life of not involving God inside of your life, it's like you're telling God you can handle everything and of which you're actually being proud. When you're now acting like your own sustainer, you're squaring up, you're trying to square up to God because God is the sustainer. You're squaring up to God to say that I can do what you can do. And that is an act of pride. Because clearly we know children of God, we cannot do what God can do. Only he can do what he can do. Ours is to humble ourselves and hide under the shadow of his wings so that he sustains us. Do you see now that some acts that we do are acts of pride and we do, don't, didn't even know, even know it. You didn't even know, pardon me, you didn't even know it. There was a day I was walking out. Uh, taking a walk around just having my moments of prayer and just taking a walk and Holy Spirit now told me do you know you do not have a, a, a you do not have a right to actually call yourself ugly I was like huh? <laughs> that is exactly what I was like uh, okay he says, you do not have a right to call yourself ugly because you did not make yourself. I did. Only the maker has a right to call something ugly. Only the maker has a right to call something bad. You that didn't make yourself have no right to look at yourself and say, you are ugly. And now, see, he was like, all these things, the low self-esteem, there are issues we deal with, but they are also linked to a certain degree of pride. We're going deeper. Well, they are linked with a certain degree of pride. How? When you have low self-esteem, it's a problem that we have to deal with. Um, maybe God willing, one day we will talk about low self-esteem and seeing ourselves according to the way that God sees us. The devil uses low self-esteem to pin identity cards to us. And the more we view into it, we take it upon ourselves. Because he knows when you call yourself ugly, it, it means something different to God. You didn't make yourself. You did not create yourself. Even the foundations in the time where you were created, you, didn't, don't, you did not see how you were created. And he causes you now to say, to make you to say you're ugly. To make you to say, there's something crooked about you. You didn't make yourself. You did not. Only the maker has a right to say that something is ugly. When I heard this from the Holy Spirit, I was like, ah, I didn't even know. Father, we repent. I repent of ever calling myself this, of ever pinning myself of, of some things the devil uses lots of esteem to pin identity cards on people and if we're not 
sensitive enough to rebuke those kind of thoughts coming into our mind we end up allowing them to grow the next thing is becoming a personality we have people that are suffering with anxiety we have people that are suffering with low self-esteem and low self-esteem is a very bad one because there's nothing about you that you see that is good even though you are beautiful even though you are intelligent even though you are smart you're gifted you don't see it because all you see is a failure and you don't have a right to say you're a failure. You're not the maker. So you can never say that to yourself. Amen. Oh my goodness. We thank God for the revelation. Hmm. I like I like it when we share the word. Because the word of God has layers of revelation. The more we get into it, the more we understand things. I love the fact that the word of God is relational. That it relates to each and every single part of our lives whether we see it or we don't there is a scripture for every moment it's just that you don't know which scripture is for it i mean for the moment you're in or for each moment but there's a scripture for every moment and i thank god for that i love that about the word amen children of god i love you i hope you're blessed by the word of god this morning be a blessing to somebody else send out this podcast to whom you need feel needs to hear this Let's spread the word of God to each and every single person all over the world. I love you, children of God. Have a blessed, blessed day. Kisses from heaven.